0: You're listening to Chris Scott on FM 105, Down
1: Community Radio. Broadcasting live across Downpatrick and beyond. You're listening to your local station. This is FM 105. Welcome along to the Chris Scott Show on the FM 105 Down Community Radio. Thank you for joining me. I'll be with you here for the next hour. Starting the programme tonight with something slightly different than the norm. And it was Come Spend a While with Me, performed and written by the late Lionel McClellan, described as one of the most respected characters of South West Scottish folk scene. Uh, One man who was inspired by one of Scotland's most famous sons, the poet Robert Burns. Robbie Burns. So hopefully you can stay a while with me for the next hour uh, and join me in conversation with Brian Cassidy, President of the Belfast Burns Association and Brian's talking to me all about the life of Robbie Burns, the society, uh, how to throw a Burns supper and what goes on on Burns Night and that's taking place of course on the 25th of this month. Great program tonight with some of Burns's ballads and songs thrown in so do stay tuned. And coming up after this one, it's Brian Cassidy himself, the President of the Belfast Burns Association. Chatting
2: with Chris on FM 105, Down Community Radio, your station, your voice.
1: Welcoming on to the programme tonight, it's Brian Cassidy and Brian's President of the Belfast Burns Association. Brian, thanks for joining us tonight. Very, very welcome. Thanks for having me here to explain
0: uh, to you what uh, my position, uh, Belfast Burns Association is. Uh, Currently, I'm the president. And have been for a couple of years now. Unfortunately, with COVID, it's probably going to be extended for another year or two. We're quite an old club. Uh, go back as far as uh, 1872, but we're federated towards the end of the 1800s. Mm. Uh, we're 15th uh, in the World Federation. We, 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 we're a standalone organisation under the umbrella of the Belfast Burns uh, a federation, which is a worldwide federation with clubs, f- uh, as far as Russia, China, Japan, America, North America, in particular. Uh, as I say, Burns is probably one of the most celebrated poets ever in history.
1: Brian, it's very poignant tonight because just coming up in a few days times, the 25th of January, which seems to be related to Burns. Now, I remember growing up and people talked about Hogmanay and all, and you see how things mixed up. What are, what are all these people talking about? So Hogmanay is something different. Burns is celebrated on the 25th of January. Why is that?
0: Well, when, when Burns uh, died, then a few of his friends uh, decided in, in his memory uh, to have a Burns Supper. And that was in eighteen hundred and one uh, at his birthplace in Ayr er. and it it really it really took off from the, from then. people decided then, you know in, in other words to celebrate his life, uh, to remember his life through poetry, through song, also through dedication, and parts of the of the Burn Supper, and you know how the burn supper is uh, there's a certain uh, role to play with, with, with well, there's actually, a timetable of events throughout the, the evening and it's we are we are very we stri- strictly stick to that uh for the burn supper and, and and the burn's club really is there to provide uh, we're a charity group and we also go around different other clubs and, and really show people how 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 to how how to do a burn supper and and all the, the the rituals
1: if you like Brian, there's something you know Robert Burns I maybe might have heard of him at school and, and yeah, throughout my life, but never really took that interest. What gripped you? Why Why Robert Burns? Well, my, my,
0: my late mother, uh, she was from, from the North Andam coast, and, and my grandfather uh, had a, a picture of, uh, you know, a painting, sorry, of uh, Robert Burns and Highland Mary. Highland uh, Mary was one of his many girlfriends and uh, women actually throughout his life and throughout his his marriage, I may add. I I knew, you know, Aux Lang Syne and and I like poetry in general. I didn't really, uh, say, progress that until sort of really later on in life that I decided uh, myself and a couple of friends... Formed a history uh, group in, in Bangor called the Isle Bangor Historical Association, and and cultural probably more cult- cultural than hi- uh, historical. But anyway, I decided to, you know, revisit Burns if you like again because it, it fascinated me. Uh, some of his poetry and you know some of the words that there were in, you know in a dialect that was certainly used through the lower arts, through the North Antrim coast particularly. Uh, but what, what fascinated me about Burns was, was, was the simplicity and how he appealed. He, he didn't visit Northern Ireland, but he, he sort of uh, he inspired a lot of uh, the, the you've heard, probably heard of the the Weaver poets. Mm-hmm. You've seen him. He was a working class. He come from a working class background. Basically, n- not self educated, but uh, his father was very foresighted in in terms of. When, when when he he was from the Aberdeenshire area, uh, and then they came down the air, and he uh, had a small farm, and then he, he saw the need for education, and himself and a few of his his neighbors, clubbed together and employed, a man called Murdoch who did private education for Burns, but Burns, in my opinion, was 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 a, a genius, and, uh, but. He still got that nickname, you know, the Ploughman's sport, because obviously he come from that background, and education then really was for the rich and famous.
1: What year are you talking about? I mean, when was Burns born? Burns Burns
0: was born in 1759. So
1: this was a time in history when schools weren't really about. I mean, to have any sort of education, you would have to be right up the ladder.
0: Oh, you would. You know, the, the aristocracy, uh, it, it was really narrowed. So if you, if you think of what... Uh, what Burns' father did and his foresight, mm-hmm. he, he must have been a very, very uh, astute man himself. Uh, he he came from a an area uh, up in Scotland, around the Aberdeenshire called the Doric, and the, the the Doric is called the Hamley tongue. Mm-hmm. And whereas you know, as I say, down in the Irish coast, you've got everybody. I mean, any language is a mixture of a lot of words, but particularly up. Really, in the North Andam, of course, and you, you, you will hear, you know, if you go up the North Andam today you'll and you go across the air, you'll, it's sometimes it's very hard to distinguish. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, and, yeah, And the words that we say, like, you know, blethering. How many times have you been told, I, I was told as a kid, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm probably still blethering here tonight, Chris. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, you're not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, that, it is fascinating. So there's a culture it crosses all divides, and I mean, it's it's we have it on our doorstep. It's over there. So Burns, when he was growing up as a child and developing into a young man, and we know, I don't think he lived that long. To be honest with you, Brian, I don't think he had a you know his three score year and ten or nowhere near it. He he, he
0: died unfortunately, uh, 37 uh, years of age, and that, that was in in, in 1796. Now, he, he actually was, uh, you know, he farmed from a very early age and he was sent, I think it was around about 11 or 12, he was, he was sent uh, to uh, one of the Ayrshire turn- towns, you know, for flax making. And uh, then he came back and then he farmed along with his father again. And then, unfortunately, unfortunately the, that side of things in the business acumen, uh, the farm really wasn't producing the money. So they they then moved to uh, further uh, inland uh, n- near near a place called T- Turbalden. Well, actually, Turbalden holds a very uh, significant uh, place, and where Burns uh, had friends there, and there's they they formed a, a club there, a debating club, and uh, that's really. I think I, I, I think that's what probably helped him. Well, later on, in life and his friends decided to, to uh, his memory, uh, to, to to bring his memory alive. Uh, you know, uh, that's how the burn supper evolved. So it probably evolved in his time. You know that you know how to celebrate and have a have a good time and talk about the history because, in, in certainly in that period of history, right across the world was it was turbulent it was revolution the american revolution the french revolution which which uh, later on in life with, with burns uh, towards the end of his life you had a threat of the french invading uh ireland scot you know the the whole of the united kingdom so you had the burns actually joined a, a humanry. and of course you here we had to start really i know you had the 1798 rebellion but obviously the united irishmen were formed uh, a couple of years before Burns actually died as well. So, but they would have possibly, he would have been in the yeomanry, you know, French yeah. invasion, whereas the United Irishmen yeah. here were mm. trying to entice the French yeah. in.
1: When do you think he started writing? Do we actually know?
0: Well, he started writing from a very early age, but at 15 years of age was his first song. And believe it or not, what was it about romance? It was the first <laughs> f- first girl he had met, and he he fell in love with her, and th- that was his, his first uh, his first poem, "Come Song." But towards the end of his life, really, he, 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 it's, obviously he's, he doesn't know when he's going to pass away, but he was, he, he actually, he was quite ill when he was younger. So I think i stayed with him the rest of his life, like pleurisy and, and what have you. So he was never the healthiest of, of uh, people. But, but, but the thing was, in the last six, seven years of, uh, of his life, Burns saw, saw the need to restore uh, the music and the poetry and only for him, it's it way over 500 poems, songs, wow. uh, which is fantastic. Yeah. And what I'm sort of getting reverting back now that, you know, when he himself and the brother and the father, the farm near Tur- Turp in a, pl- a place called Muskeel, what happened was uh, the farm again, uh, business ways, uh, wasn't performing and then and the father had, had taken a court case against the the landlord unfortunately unfortunately uh he won the case but it it took a toll on on his health and and he passed away uh, but burns burns and, and the brother then went say to to dumfries and had the farm there again it was a bit of a failure but what what accelerated his, his wealth his fame if you like uh he he uh, after his father died then, and he he was still writing, he was the poetry, and, and well, then he, he he actually sent away some of his poems to uh, a publisher in Kilmarnock. So you had the, the Kilmarnock edition, which rocketed his fame. It sold 500, 500 uh, ed- editions, uh, which brought him then to the, the, the main area in scotland where everything was happening a bit like london i suppose so he ended up with edinburgh and there started probably one of the in in, in my mind one of the the best songs and poems ever uh, written about loss uh, he, he he started an affair uh, w- uh, with the woman the lady called Maclehose, who was separated from her husband and then she decided to, after the, 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 when, when, when they parted basically they started to write to each other sometimes twice a day and she, she came under the pseudonym of Clarinda, mm-hmm. and he was Sylvander and when she, she told Robert that she was leaving uh, for the West Indies to try and reconcile with her husband again he, he then uh, he, he wrote A Phone Kiss and it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic song <laughs>
1: What a lovely tune! What a lovely song! And now, I, I, Brand, I may get this wrong. I'm going to try it. a fond kiss,
0: a fond kiss, and then we sever.
1: Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic
0: words. Uh, a, a very romantic, a very sad song. So I'm sure, I'm sure your your listeners will love it. But actually, talking about songs, is his most famous song, in, in 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 my humble opinion, if you like, but which also inspired one of the probably the greatest, uh, one of the greatest writers of poetry and song uh, still living today is Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. And he, it's called My Love is Like a Red, Red Rose. Uh, and, and the last verse actually uh, goes something like this. Uh, and fur thee well, my only love, and fur thee well awhile, and I will come again, my love, though it were ten thousand mile. Uh, Bob Dylan claims that the, these words inspired him. Now, Bob Dylan is probably one of the most secretive, reclusive figures in, in music.
1: Joining the Furies now with My Love is Like a Red, Red Rose. And I'm dedicating this one to all the Burns fans right across the world who are all tuned into the programme tonight. Thank you for listening.
2: Chatting with Chris on FM 105 Down Community Radio. Your station, your voice.
0: Again, poetry and music then inspires other people. And one of the modern bands, if you like, called the Proclaimers, they used the words about way it were 10,000 miles to they had uh, a song called I'm Going to Be, which a lot of people you end up dancing at weddings and going mad. Mm. Uh, and it was, but I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door. So that was, that, again, That was the, the Proclaimers were inspired by a man who lived a few hundred years ago. Fascinatingly, what, uh, a name that came up, but, like everybody, when you're starting to research uh, things, it leads on to other people. And a name came up uh, in the last few days, we, which I didn't realise, a, a band called The Grateful Dead. And the guy Robert Hunter uh, was the lead, probably one of the best lyricists. And Bob Dylan actually, uh, Bob Dylan speaks v- very, very highly of him. Unfortunately, he he's no longer with us. But Robert Hunter uh, was born Robert Burns, and and he was supposed to be the great great grandson of Burns. And I would say Burns probably had a lot of grandsons.
2: Chatting with Chris on FM 105 Down Community Radio. Your station, your voice. B- Burns. Burns was married,
0: but before he met uh, the wife, he was to spend the rest of his life. He uh, uh, spent the rest of his life with. He had fourteen children uh, that we know of, and nine was to Jean Armour. Uh, G- Jean stayed. Uh, Jean stayed with him uh, all his life. Uh, now. He had a fur after a fur, and actually, she actually reared uh, one of his illegitimate children. Uh, off the nine, off the 14, uh, three went through to adult life because uh, they say there was a lot of. Uh, I, I think the life expectancy was a, an awful lot lower all those years ago, as, as we all know. Uh, but G- G- Jean Armour certainly, uh, h- her father, uh, he 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 didn't want her to marry Burns at the time, and they they, they 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 did split up briefly. But then Burns just seemed to go on and do his own thing. He re- really, when the the Kilmarnock edition of the of his poems uh, went viral, if you like, it wouldn't have been viral no. <laughs> <laughs> as we have now, like uh, in, our <laughs> in, in, in our world today. Uh, but he, he he then went on a tour uh, of Scotland, and uh, coincidental co- coincidentally he he never came over to uh, Ireland. But but yet a few of the Weaver poets, a couple of them visited him. Uh, actually, Henry Joy McCracken's father as well visited him, mm-hmm. and uh, he he was a publisher in Belfast, and they sold uh, outside, outside Scotland. Uh, they sold uh, some of his his works, and I think they were one of one of the first to do so. Wow. Uh, you know, which well, uh, as I say, which leads me to probably another uh, another song, uh, Chris, that uh, you, your listeners made like. It's called "Of All the Arts." You know, the, the direction, the way, and that's about Gene Armour and his love for Gene Armour. So, so there's a there's
1: another word, arts. Arts, A-I-R-T-S?
0: Yeah, it means uh, d- direction and way. You know, as I say, I'm not, I I, I I, don't know a lot. Well, I think there's people, words every day, they speak words every day that are, have come from, you know, Scotland, have come from parts of Ireland. You know, it's just, it's a whole mix. You know, it's a whole, whole mix. Mm.
1: I don't think it was always Burns was her name, is that right? That's quite correct.
0: Chris, uh, it was uh, actually B- Burness, and then they actually dropped the the S, yeah. and then B- it was Burns, and then Burns, and then some people call him, well, Rob- Robert, or Robbie, as he's affectionately called, uh, but, but you're right, it, it, it is, it's it's B- Burness, and his father married uh, Agnes Brown, yeah. uh, so that's his, his, his mother's name was Brown, so... Quite a few Browns and Burns in, in Ireland.
1: <laughs> yeah, now, the, the name Robbie Burns, so immediately to my mind, Tam O'Shanter. You know, there's a story there as well, isn't there? It, it's part of the Burns story, I think. And uh, and if you go to that part of Scotland, which is this side on the west side, I think there's trails and there's so much going on there. Now, tell us a little bit about that.
0: Tam O'Shanter was, uh, you know, one of Burns' most famous poems. And Tam O'Shanter was... A, a friend, a colleague and they were very superstitious in, 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 in that time and, and we're, we're the Burns Trail uh, which which is quite near where he was born, the cottage, where is actually the graveyard where his mother and father uh, William and, and Agnes are, are buried they have the kirk and the the story went about Tom O'Shander, he overstayed his welcome in, in like a hostelry one night and then uh, when, he passing, uh, the, uh, when he was passing, the when he was passing the church, it become alive. So, bodies come up out of the ground, and the choruses were singing in the churches. Mm-hmm. And then Tom, he had a struggle to, to get on to his mirror, mm-hmm. and then he, he headed over towards uh, the the river Dune, and the story went in and times gone past, times gone by. That if you're being chased by the the, the devil, uh, or or by spirits, if you got to the second stream, you were safe. Which takes me into. There's another famous poem and song. Uh, e banks and braes. He bonnie Dune. Dune is a lovely river, uh, and the the bridge there is probably it's probably one of the most photographed rivers in the whole of Scotland because. Beautiful hotel there. I sound like I'm from a Scottish tourist board here, but <laughs> the, 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 a lot of weddings. There, there, there's a lot of couples will have their, their their photograph taken by the River Doon.
1: And up time to listen to this one. It's Ye Bags and Braes of Bunny Doon, and this one's performed by the great Kenneth McCullough.
2: Chatting with Chris on FM 105 Down Community Radio. Your station, your voice.
1: Robbie Burns seems to turn up everywhere. You know, Ayr, Edinburgh. And I think I remember walking around Dumfries one day and there was a statue of Robbie Burns again. I didn't really know this story. So what was going on right across there?
0: Uh, Burns spent the, the last few years of his, his short life in, uh, in Dumfries. Very sad, really, uh, for someone to you know, pass away at the age of 37. But what an impact he had made. When, when, when Burns uh, was actually buried, it was into, not a pauper's grave, but there, was, there wasn't any, uh, the, the locals had to collect for him because Burns died in debt. His last letter, his last, his last writing was, uh, was a letter to his cousin uh, and it was a begging letter, which was very, very sad. When he died uh, on, on, on the day of his funeral, uh, his wife, Jean Armour, gave birth to their last their their last child. A few years after that, the people like Wordsworth came down to to visit the grave, and they decided that you know, in his memory, he needed a a, a nicer grave. So there, there's actually a, a mausoleum in, in the graveyard in Dumfries. But one of the, one of the probably the establishments that he, he, he would have went to. Uh, quite a bit was the Globe Tavern mm-hmm. and the Globe is going to this day and it it it, it was uh, built round about the sort of the early sixteen hundreds and Burns was a frequent visitor there. He had his own bedroom and his chairs there. And it it, it is a it's it's a, a museum as well as a pub. Uh well well worth a visit and qu- quite quite a, a few of his etchings on glass uh, are, are to be seen. In, in 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 the pub in Dumfries, uh, in round as I say, he ended up. He was a customs and excise officer, so mm. his old house there, where, where he worked for the customs and excise is there. As I said earlier, he had joined the humanry because of the threat of, of the revolution, the French French Revolution. Very very. Uh, whilst uh, I was saying about Burns having illicit affairs, if you like, and and his with women he, he, he respected uh, a, a woman's you know rights he, he liked equality mm-hmm. and I think that's what the man in my opinion was all about it was mm-hmm. equality he was also a, he was also very much influenced by uh, the Masonic yeah, and, and actually some of the writings in his poetry uh, would be about you know about not Masonic rituals but about the uh, fraternity and friendship uh, which probably leads to, you know, let's say one that fame probably is famous song, apart from my lovers Is R- like a red rose is Out Lying Sign, which is sang every hog money. Right across the world.
1: Do you know, I was? we were looking through some old newspaper cuttings there from the, that 17th, 18th century period uh, when Burns died. So it was well covered across the press, right across, you know, certainly right across the you know, British Isles anyway. Um, and, and, you know, the yeomanry came out, seemed to come out uh, on the day of his funeral. You know, that's all been recorded. But, you know, the strange thing about it is, Brian, that he seemed to die in poverty because... They were organizing collections and things. So he'd been a customs man. He'd written lots of poems which were nearly across the world, maybe not across the world as such at that stage, but he still died in poverty. You know? Do we really know what went on?
0: I don't think so, uh, Chris, but uh, I'm not sure if there was paternity suits out then, but yeah. what, what yeah. who, who, going <laughs> to be <True>. the case? <laughs> being
1: everywhere.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, that's the sad part. Uh, that's the sad part uh, in in that you know that it, it taken Scotland by storm, and and now actually really pr- you know the most famous poet in the whole whole world mm-hmm. uh, with statues right across the globe. Mm-hmm. As I say, we're the, the the we we're in the, Arburns uh, association Association, we're in the World Federation, mm-hmm. and we've we've just had a new members there from Saint Petersburg, so. Yeah. Incredible. You know, I was just
1: looking on the internet earlier on tonight, and there, there's one of his books selling there. For, 1787 was the one of the Edinburgh books that was published. £14,000 that's gone for. Do you know, when there's a man who died in poverty that wrote the book.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, if, if anybody wants to further their research, in in terms of of Burns, or or you you'll be if you're listening to this, you may be looking through your your mm-hmm. your library tonight or your rels because literally you know the the old saying was particularly as I say in the North Antrim Coast that that if you had a couple of books in the house, one one was the Bible and the other was Burns. Actually, Abraham Lincoln as well had was influenced by Burns. But, you know, it, it was just uh, it it was a phenomena. As, as far as I, I'm concerned, you know, and as I say, he, he connected, he really connected with people, with, with the, the working class, and particularly the weaver poets here, who they were inspired, some of their writings and some of their poetry, you can tell, as Burns. Our, our own Seamus Heaney, mm-hmm. a beautiful poem called uh, The Bird of Burns, and he talks about the Himley tongue.
1: So, Bran, there's a lot to celebrate. Now, you know, you put uh, it's amazing. Your knowledge is amazing. We could talk all night, but you know, there, there will be a celebration on on, on the 25th, uh, which is very close to the date the programme's going out on here. So, what happens on the 25th of January at a at a Belfast Burns Club or any of those clubs throughout the world? What, what goes on?
0: What happens is really from uh, we we're, we're a charity, and uh, what we do is try and help various groups show them how to celebrate. So there is a particular... Uh, so you have the greeting. The, the, everybody's de- uh, designated with a job. Uh, very, very lucky to have some very, very good old members, if you like, uh, in, in in our association, and a couple of whom are, are uh, members of the World Federation. So probably the most important thing would be to source the haggis. And now, the, the haggis now, today, is not... The haggis a few a few years ago, where, yeah, that, that I mean, it was literally awful, uh, and and not the AWF you know, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so now now it's a bit more. I don't know how to use it, the term user friendly or or, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah. but yes, but what what happens so so we source of paper, uh, the first part of the night is the greetings, and then we actually pipe in the haggis. And then there's a ritual about addressing the haggis, which is fasc- fascinating. Again, it's another it's a it's a bit of a humour to the night. Okay. Uh, because some people think the haggis is a living animal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, yeah. But 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 on the serious note, on, on the night uh, you you would have a uh, a toast to the laddies, and then a, you know a reply from the lassies, and there's always that exchange of a bit of banter and a bit of crack and what have you. The serious part of the night is, is is generally what's called the immortal memory. So someone will stand up and they'll talk briefly about a bit of history of Burns, maybe throw in a bit of humour, but then they'll finish off with a, a toast to, to, to Robert Burns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's a very good night and always finishes off with music. And, and again, like our own meetings, we only have about six meetings a year, unfortunately, with the the way things have been going, Uh, we've been doing a couple of Zoom meetings. That that's been about it. But every single meeting that we have, we always finish off with "I Like Zang. Mm -hmm. probably the most popular song in the world.
1: So the the, this format for the meeting has it always been like that? I mean, have you had access to old minute books or anything from the past to see what was going on? Is that always so? If I go anywhere in the world, is that generally the way it's done?
0: That's the way it's done now, yeah. It, 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 you know that everything will will uh, has its place. You know the grace before the dinner, the grace after, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's 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 not ritualistic would be the wrong word, but it's, it's it's just it's just got a nice flow. And as I say, that's what it, it, it does take a year to organise because I mean we we were very fortunate a couple of years ago. Uh, we had a girl called Jane Brown, who was the president of the World Federation. We have a past member who was uh, world president as well, but Jane Brown was the curator of the Globe Tavern I spoke about earlier, and Jane's knowledge of Burns and is just second to none. And she did the immortal memory, but she dressed as Jean Armour, mm. and she actually went into the role. And hopefully, love to get her back, but... Uh, our next Burns supper unfortunately because of circumstances uh this year again we, we've suspended it but roll on next year i think it will be a, an incredible yeah. Burns night
1: good and, and just before we finish um you know there were connections in north and south of ireland i believe with robert burns and some of the there's been pilgrimages made i think that in dock where there where there's some links there tell us a bit about that yeah well uh
0: Robert's sister, uh, uh, she came over to Dundalk uh, along with her husband, uh, in in the early eighteen hundreds, and it was a there was a large uh, estate called Stephenstown Town Pond, and it would have been one of the, the large plantation families that had this uh, estate, and it was it was an or, it was orchard an orchard, and they had problems uh, with irrigation, and. Uh, Robert's sister, Agnes, uh, she uh, she came over with her husband and then stayed, stayed on for the rest of her life because he was kept on as head gamekeeper. Uh, they're buried in in a little uh, Church of Ireland church in the centre of Dundalk, and there's a statue of Robert Burns there, there as well. So we, we would go down uh, on, on when he died uh, in 1759. or Sorry, sorry, beg your pardon. In seventeen ninety six, the twenty first of July, and we would lay a wreath there, yeah. and then we'd go out to Stevens Pond, which was actually funded by uh, Cooperation Ireland or you know cross community, mm-hmm. and we'll go out there and out to the estate uh, where the cottage was, where the where Agnes lived and her husband Galt. He was G A L T. Uh, he that's where that's where they lived, and we have a nice meal there and a bit of music. That's amazing. That is amazing, isn't
1: it? Just a, that that we have our own links here on this side of the pond. Brilliant.
0: Yeah, also, his daughter, his, his daughter came over uh, a good few years, uh, uh, his granddaughter, sir, a good few years after his death, and she presented a few things to one of the Burns clubs, mm-hmm. which is probably held in the Lindenhall Hall, Library now. Mm-hmm. So there's a big, there's a there's, there's still a you know there is a big connection. Uh, but, I mean. People took the burns here, and I think, I guess that was because of uh, poetry coming to the working class and coming to the weaver poets and then spreading it throughout the the North Antrim and and down. Uh, fascinating, Fascinating man, a very interesting man, a very complex man. Uh, and I think Gene Armour has deserves a medal. <laughs>
1: Brian, listen. I, I again, we to talk to you all night. Listen, can I thank you for coming along tonight? Uh, anyone who wants to get in touch, how, how, what's the best way of doing that?
0: Well, unfortunately, at the minute, our Facebook site, where we're, we're just really, uh, there, there's a new Facebook uh, page should be coming out in the next couple of months, and I'm sure if I ask Chris, maybe can maybe do a wee. A uh, bit of advertising for us at the time, you know, and, and certainly if anybody wants to get in touch, you know, I don't know, your Facebook page, uh, Chris, you know, just, and I'd certainly, our 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 membership is it's less than twenty pound a pound a year, and as I say, we're 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 a very uh, let's say humble, a humble group, you know, and and uh, we've only, say, five six meetings a year, but co- co- coincidentally, part of our. Our, our charitable thing is uh, that we always bring try and give give a donation say to up-and-coming pipers the world championship and actually uh our last contribution and trophy went to a local band uh, rivara rivara pipe band and because of covid uh, uh as you say we haven't been able to they haven't been across the world championships so we also do that and then uh, some of our, one of our members will go into schools and do you know, uh, poetry uh, and, and try to encourage children, you know, into the poetry world and the music world.
1: Brilliant, brilliant. Listen, we've got to wish you all the best for the 25th. And should all acquaintance be forgot?
0: Very good, Chris. Yes, and a happy new year. Or, I, well, I should have said happy new year to start. But uh, if, if anybody wants to do a Burns Night in the near future, please let me know. Uh, I'm sure you'll you'll contact me somewhere. Brian, thank you so much. Thank you.
2: Chatting with Chris on FM 105 Down Community Radio. Your station, your voice.
1: And that's it for tonight, folks. Thank you again to Brian Cassidy, the President of the Belfast Burns Association, for joining us on tonight's programme. A great guy and a font of knowledge on Robbie Burns. It was great to have you, Brian, and thank you so much. If you missed tonight's programme, well, you can tune in again on Sunday night. Same place, but not the same time. I'll be on between 8 and 9. So that's 8 and 9, Sunday evening, FM 105 Down Community Radio.